again. I know y'all probably getting tired of seeing my face, but get used to it. Get used to it. Because I'm going to be here a lot more in your face with it. That's just what I do, right? When I like something, you know what I'm saying? I go in a rabbit hole. I'm deep diving. I am in your face with it. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, cool. Glad we're on the same page now. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? Okay, okay. So I like to hear. Good. Good. Woo! So, y'all, not gonna lie. Today, I have been thinking hard about going back to work tomorrow. I'm not gonna lie. That's what's been on my mind all day long. All day long. Before I get started, let me sip some water. Mmm. Okay, I've been thinking about going back to work all day long tomorrow, and I'm like, man, something gotta pop, something gotta, something gotta change, something gotta, something gotta happen. We gotta get a business started or something. We gotta get a business started or something. I seen this post today, and it was like, uh, you know, it it feel too good outside to be at work. How about we all just quit, and that way, if we quit, the bill people don't get paid, and they won't have money to pay their bills. You know what I'm saying? And I'm agreeing with that. Like, let's give that, let's give it up for that. That is, I'm not gonna lie to you. That is, that is probably the best thing I heard in the last, I don't know, few years. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. Comment below if you with that too. But uh, no, seriously though. Something gotta happen. Something's gonna happen. So stay on the watch for that. Today I want to talk about motivation and applying knowledge, right? Which is a big thing. Motivation, motivation is great. You know, everybody has their person. Well, I would hope you would have a person that motivates you in life, or you know, some some influencer, some famous person, or whatever. Who somebody that influences you, like to motivates you to do better in life like do more push grind you know what i'm saying um but at a point it becomes like how much motivation do you need before you start doing something right like how much how much motivation do you need before you start doing something and you know what i'm saying like do your gas tank ever get full of motivation and you're just like, all right, I'm going to start doing something until, you know what I'm saying? I need to fill my tank back up. Or do you just got a forever lasting tank and you just motive, just soaking up all the motivation? What, what is it? What is it? There's only so much you should have to get motivated before you start doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the, you got the motivation. You got, you read the books. You uh, looked at the videos. Listen to the podcast, uh, whatever. You're good. When you gonna start applying that knowledge? I be telling myself that. Well, I told myself that. I'm like, yo, I'm, uh, I'm good. Et the hip hop preacher. I'm good. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. Nineteen keys. I appreciate you. Uh, you earn your leisure, boys. I appreciate you. Him five hundred. I appreciate you. The master investor, aka 
Well, I said it backwards. Ian Dunlap, aka that master investor, I appreciate you. Who the hell Simon is? Wall Street Trapper, I appreciate you. Neo Davis, David Shans, Donnie Wiggins, I appreciate you. It's a lot more. I appreciate all those people. By the way, if y'all don't know those people, y'all should definitely look those people up because they are great people to motivate you. You know what I'm saying? Great entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have, you know, that person to motivate you, those are some great people. All right? Right. So back to it. How much motivation do you need to get started? There's no, there's no like one answer, you know what I'm saying? But just ask yourself, like, yo, I've been listening to all this motivation and stuff, inspirational stuff. Why ain't I, when, when am I going to get enough of this? And when am I going to start getting up and doing something? You know what I'm saying? Or do you not, you, you don't know what I'm saying? Come on, which one is it? You know what I'm saying or you don't know what I'm saying? All right, baby, baby. If you know what I'm saying, but I know what I'm, I know what you're saying in the comments. If you don't know what I'm saying, be like, I don't know what you're saying. That way, I, we can talk about it. But um, no, seriously though, it becomes to the point where it's like you're just you're just getting a dopamine release off of hearing motivational things, right? Like you're not, you're just you're just listening to it because it makes you feel good to hear it. You don't actually have intentions on doing it. It just makes you think that you can, or it just sounds good. So maybe you can say it to the next person. Or maybe you can just feel good from hearing it. Whatever it may be. We got to start acting, right? We fill up. We get, some, we get some motivation in our tank, and we go apply the knowledge that we learn, right? I was talking to one of my friends. Excuse me. I was talking to one of my friends, and... We're having a conversation about knowledge, right? Like how we've been reading the books. We've been, uh, you know, doing everything that we have to do to make something happen. But knowledge alone holds no weight, right? Knowledge alone holds no weight. You can have all the, all the knowledge up there in your brain, whatever. But if you don't apply that knowledge, if you don't apply that knowledge, like it's, it's the same thing as somebody that's not doing something. Like you have to apply the knowledge. You got it up there. You got it up there. Give birth to that. Give birth to them ideas. You've been holding them more than nine months. Give birth to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta do better. You and I. You and I. Uh, yeah, apply the knowledge. Fill up your motivation tank. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, what else did I want to talk about today? I wanted to talk about, oh yeah, what type of books are y'all reading? I, I need some more good books. Lately, uh, I, there's a book that I've read. Well, I didn't listen to it. I bought the audio book. Actually, I didn't buy the audio book. Spotify allows you to listen to any book you want to. Well, from from the books that I've searched. It's allowed me to listen to any book that I wanted to listen to for free. So I'd listen to this book called Outwitting the Devil, which is a great, great, great listen. Right. So basically what that book is about is a person interviewing the devil and the devil is giving you all these type of ways that he uses to keep you down and depressed and unmotivated and not full on motivation. and 
comparing yourself to others and whatever else. You know what I'm saying? Whatever else. It's a great book. It's a great book. And he also talks about how he gets to your kids before your kids are even born by, you know, you, you pick up these drinking habits. You pick up these smoking habits. It breaks you down as a person. So now when you have a kid, you know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, you're not teaching your kid good habits and you instilling them bad habits into your kids. And now they're growing up seeing that. Now they want to repeat that. So the devil is in your kids before your kids even born. Come on, that book is fire. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, I'm trying to tell you that book is fire. I'd have listened to it three times. I listened to it three times. Uh, and I, you know what I'm saying? That, that book is fire. You should definitely check it out. It's called Outwitting the Devil. Another book that I like is called 48 Laws of Power. A lot of people, a lot of y'all probably already heard of that book, 48 Laws of Power. But a lot of people don't like that book because of the titles of the chapters. The titles of the chapters are very um, controversial, whatever. But it's like, you got to think past that, right? What is it trying to teach you? Even though it may not apply, apply to your life right now, they still, they still give valuable lessons for where you can look for it and other people that's trying to manipulate you. That book right there, I promise you, that book is fire as well. It gives, it gives ways that people use inspiration as manipulation. You know, love that book too. I haven't even finished that. I, I'm nowhere near finished that book, but the chapters that I have read are great. So, Outwitting the Devil, 48 Laws of Power. And the book that I'm reading right now is called, uh, not, what is it? Not The Architect. Uh, it's called, uh, dang. I, I really just started reading it today. And I'm kind of slacking because I told my friends that I was going to pick that book up and start reading it like two days ago. That way we can discuss it. But procrastination has been on my hack. You know what I'm Procrastination has been right there beside me. Like, yo, come here. Come on. We're having fun. You know, I got to get out of that. But uh, it starts with an A. The Alchemist. That's the name of the book. The Alchemist. That, the Alchemist. Uh, and I started reading it today. Actually, I just read one page until my knocked on my door. And then I got distracted. And I put the book down. And I couldn't find the book. Then when I finally found the book, I didn't feel like reading anymore. Dang, that is crazy. That's really what happened, though. I promise you. But yeah, what type of books y'all? What type of books y'all reading? Uh, put it, put it in the, put it in the comments. You know, um, let me know. I thought I finished the Alchemist. My next book that I read, I, I really haven't decided on it, honestly. So yeah, put the books in the comments. Let me know so I can take a look at it. Tell me a little bit about it. <clears throat> so, oh yeah, and also, I just want to say though. This is this is very important. This is very important. I feel like personally, I feel like me personally, I feel like everybody should read books. And when you read the book, read a book that has some type of meaning to it, right? Like something that's trying to teach you something, give you a better understanding of something. Like uh some people read horror books, which I'm not, I can't tell you what to read. Of course, you know that. Of course, you know that. I'm not even trying to do that. I'm not trying to do that. But what I'm saying is, I 
personally feel like if you're going to read, you should read something that's going to help better your life or whatnot. Like, reading the story about fucking Jason and Freddy Krueger and whatever. I don't know. Them scary books and a couple more uh, books that I've came across. Captain Underpants. Yo, I used to love them books when I was in school. I'm telling you, we had AR tests where we had to, like, read a book and each book had a certain amount of points attached to the book and you had to reach a certain amount of points before the end of, uh, I guess we had semesters. But, man, I read the whole Captain Underpants book because each one of those books was only worth 0.5 points. So I just went crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and Captain Underpants, we got a better, we got an understanding of each other. Well, at least I got an understanding of what he was going through. You know what I'm saying? He helped me get through a couple semesters. But, um, no, seriously. Read books that have a meaning. Read books that, you know, will, will help you better your life. Everything that we intake and feed our brains has a has an effect on how we think about life, how we take on each day. You know, I thought about this today. I was like, whoa, the weather feels great. I feel good. The weather feels great. I feel good. Like, even the weather, something as simple as the weather has an effect on your mood. Like, if it was raining, some people just be like, ah, I'm going to get back in the bed. I don't feel like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the first, that's the beginning of the sentence. I don't feel like. And it's like, dang. Something as simple as the weather can affect how you feel, how you take on the day. And I, I don't know why that like seems like such a huge thing, but it's it's like something I, that I definitely didn't think about. Just the weather, you know. So the books that we read, the stuff that we listen to, um, you know, I'm not gonna say don't check the weather. Come on now, but just think about that though. Just be more cautious about what you intake, right? The people that you are that that you talk to that you allow to feed you stuff right even if you don't listen to it they still throw things in there to make you think a certain way alter your thinking right um what else what else what else what else oh and this is important as well your mood okay there's some people that say when i'm sad and i'm depressed i eat right but the foods that you eat affects the way you feel as well. And the way that you feel is how you care. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I got too I got too deep in thought. I didn't I can't I didn't even like this this just came to my head. I didn't even like make a make it make sense. It made sense to me when I said it, but whatever. Like, just be careful about the foods that you intake because they de- they definitely have an effect on how you feel, right? I like I I heard in like wartime, well, in uh, primitive times, like they only ate meat whenever they were going to war. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even to this day, people say they eat certain foods when they feel a certain way, not like taste buds. Like I feel like eating this, but it's like when people feel depressed, they they eat. You know. Uh, so just just be careful in the foods that you intake. Very important, very important. 
Um, also, I wanted to talk about prioritizing your values, right? Prioritizing your values. So things like family, uh, genuine friendships. You know, we have family, and we all probably have that that friend or those friends that we value. It'd be like, yo, this is this is this is my friend. This is my day one. But what do you va- what do you actually value in that person, right? Have you ever took the time to audit your friends? I have. Oh, I dropped my phone. I have. Have you ever took the time to audit your friends or even think about what you value in them? Because some of the things that you may value in them may have just prolonged into your later life, the life that you're living now, right? So, for example, I could have had a friend in college that I value because they would go out with me, they would drink with me, they would cope with my feelings because we're in the same place, we're doing the same things, and now that friendship has prolonged into my later life, which is no longer me. But he's still my friend, or she's still my friend, or you get what I'm saying? Like, that may not even be a friendship that I need to carry on with, right? Have you taken the time to think about the things that you value in that person? How can they, how how do they benefit your life? How do you benefit their life? And the same thing with family. Like, we got to, like, what do you value in this person or these people other than their titles, right? That's my family. I'm supposed to do that. That's my family. I care about them. But, like, do you really? Or is that something that you're just saying? Do you really care about that person? Y'all talk, y'all communicate, like, do you actually genuinely care for this person or are you just saying that because it's like the it's like the what is it spell check right you know how whenever i mean not spell check but uh damn it's like keystrokes whenever you're typing the next word pop up and then the next word to pop up is trying to figure out the next word to put like do you just say i care for them because that's my family or that's my family i care for them rather you know, family care, it just seems like it's supposed to go together. You say that, you know, do you do you actually care for that person? Um, I don't think I've actually thought about that too much myself. I, I, I thought about that whole scenario today and I haven't put much time into thinking about, you know. Family members that I that I say I care about. But I may not show it. My actions may not show it. Hmm. And I wonder if they like. I wonder if they feel. If they if they feel they're cared about from me. Probably not, right? Probably not. I gotta do better. I gotta do better. I got written on my whiteboard over here that uh. I'm supposed to call a family member at night. Every night I gotta call at least one family member and talk to them for at least thirty to forty five minutes. Nothing forced, right? Just to catch up, especially ones that I haven't talked to in a while. That I don't usually talk to. Usually, I'm pent up in my room, and I'm just l- looking up the world, 
I, I got to get better. Also, last night, I realized this one thing. I don't know a lot of history. They were talking about Reaganomics. They were talking about the crack era. They were talking about uh, private, private, uh, uh, private jails. Um, they were talking about Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Bush, Afghanistan, Haddad Hussein, uh, Rush. Like, bro, they were talking about so much stuff. And I was like, I don't know none of this. I don't, I don't know none of this. It's like, where have I been? What, what was I studying or looking at in high school? I don't, I don't really know. To be honest with you, I don't really know. I don't really know. All I remember is numbers and science. Numbers, science, sports. And I probably, I wish my football memory would go away because we didn't win many games, you know what I'm saying? What I remember from sports, I used to be on the sideline. Me, my cousin, and this one other guy, we used to fucking be on the sideline in football. Maybe our 10th and 11th grade, we didn't really get no PT. My cousin did. He he ended up he ended up being the starting quarterback. But before that, we'll be on the sidelines rapping. We'll be on the sidelines rapping. You know what I'm saying? We could have we could have went double platinum. I promise you, we could have went double platinum. And if you doubting us, then you just a hater. Cause we definitely could have went double platinum on that sideline sideline stories. You feel what I'm saying? Like we have bars. We have bars. And I'm telling you, when I would go in that game. I go in the game and I wouldn't know where to go. You know what I'm saying? I just was on that field. Ready though. I had to put on for the sideline rappers. But no, no, no. Seriously though. Um I forgot where I was even at. <laughs> I forgot where I was even at. Uh I wanted to touch on I wanted to touch on something else. What was it? Oh, did y'all know this I'm gonna just wrap up. I'm gonna wrap this. I'm gonna wrap this up, right? Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, level with me for a second. For level, let, just, just hear me out. Did y'all know that the Bible ha was copyright protected? Like somebody or some entity owns the Bible. Like it's copyright protected. That just struck, that struck me like, like I was like, the Bible is copyright protected by who or what or how that was really my question it's like how not even who or what it was more or less how it's the bible you know what i'm saying that didn't that i don't i don't think that really sat well with me to be honest with you that really didn't the bible is copyright protected and also the mf and happy birthday song the happy birthday song. I'm not even going to say it because they might try to get me for my bag later on whenever this podcast start blowing up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the happy birthday song. If Hey, listen, I'm trying to tell you, if you ever blow up, don't sing the happy birthday song. Make sure you delete every video because they going to, it's copyright protected. They can sue you. Or don't have it in your videos or nothing. Don't make no, don't monetize. Like, listen, happy birthday song. No. Nah. I didn't know them too. That's crazy. That's wild. And lastly, no, 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 no. Well, for this segment, right? Who came up with marriage laws? For the longest time, this is what I've been trying to figure out. Who came up with the laws 
to marriage. Who did it? Because I just need to know why my bank account is attached to her bank account. And her bank account is attached to my bank account. And a few more other things, but like, why does she get a half or more than half or he gets half or more than half or, you know, if this was a woman speaking, um, you know, wh wh why is it like that? If they're the breadwinner, they're bringing in all the bread. And let's just say I've been married for, I don't know, two years. And I realized, like, she was really just with me to get married, to feel protected. And now the relationship is going down the drain, down the drain. And I'm like, all right, I don't think this is working after we already try to work it out. Right. And so we go to court and now they're saying, like, hey, you got to give her you know, the house, the car, um, you know, two mil. So I'm gonna be like a multimillionaire, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm two mil, the house, the car. And I'm like, yo, yo, sh she ain't did nothing. They're like, listen, man, either that or you take it to the courts and let the courts figure it out. I'm like, yo, bro, but she ain't did nothing. Yeah, but she's gotten accustomed to this lifestyle and this and that. Like, who came up with these rules? That's what I'm trying to figure out. So I'm going to tell you what I did. I went to ChatGPT. I went to ChatGPT, and I had to figure this out. I had to get to the bottom of this. You know what I'm saying? Shaggy, Scooby, Velma, Daphne, and the other dude ain't got nothing on how I got down to the bottom of this mystery. You feel what I'm saying? So, let's see. This is what I this is what I prompted in ChatGPT, right? I said, "Who came up with this American way of marriage laws? And what are 10 interesting facts about marriage people may not know?" Put the facts in bullet points. Because I ain't trying to read no paragraph. I need you to put in some bullets. But um, anyways, you got to be real specific with ChatGPT, you know, to get what you want. But um, so basically, this is this. These are 10 things that people may not know about the American way of marriage. Right. So there's this thing called common law marriage. Right. And now this one shook me. This one like really shook me up. I was really shaken up by this one. I was really shook. Okay. So it says, in the United States, the concepts of common law marriage allows couples to be recognized as married even if they do not have a formal marriage ceremony or marriage license, provided they meet certain criteria such as cohabitation, Cohabitation, I, I don't know what that word is, cohabitation, I believe, um, and presenting themselves as married couples, right? Shook. So you mean to tell me we ain't really got to be married? Like, we can just say we married and we just be considered married off a of common law marriage? Like, somebody please help me. 
you know how Kevin Hart did it. I I can't say the word. Or I might not be able to post this video. But <clears throat> no. Uh let's see another one. Now that one really shook me up. That that one shook up the whole room. Uh it says the the next one. I haven't read this one. It says prior to 1967 Supreme Court case Lo Loving versus Virginia. His name was Loving. Loving versus Virginia, or okay. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna just read it. Prior to prior to the 1967 Supreme Court case, Loving versus Virginia, interracial marriage was illegal in many states. I got some homies that would not be where they at right now if that shit was still in place. You know what I'm saying? Good thing they got rid of this. You know what I'm saying? Cause I love my friends' relationship. They got good relationships. Like who the mm. All right. Um, this case, this case overturned state laws banning interracial marriage and was a significant milestone in the civil rights movement. Did not know that. Don't know if y'all know that. Probably didn't. But if you did, bravo. Okay, next. The concept of a shotgun wedding originated in the American West, in the American West during the 19th century when a groom might be forced to marry a bride he impregnated to avoid shame. Well, I mean, I guess, like, I get that one. Okay, I don't even really want to talk about that one. Okay, next. Um, in the United States, the divorce rate is approximately 39%, although this varies by demographic and other factors. 39%? The divorce rate is 39%? That's like almost 40. Like, damn. I mean, dang. All right, next. Um... Uh, let's see. I don't know if I want to read all 10 of these. Um, in some states, couples can enter a covenant marriage, which requires premarital counseling and imposes additional restrictions on divorce, such as requiring a showing of fault or wait. Next. Uh, the United States is one of the few countries that allows minors to marry. What the? With parental consent or judicial approval, this has been a subject of controversy and legal challenges in recent years. Okay, I don't, I, I definitely want to talk about that one. That one's just a little West Virginia, West Virginian type. No, I don't really know. Okay, um, and some Native American cultures, such as the Navajo, and hey, listen, and by the way, listen, I. I, I gotta say this again, right? I gotta say this every time. I'm this is Chat GPT. This is not me, right? This is not no I did I fact check this stuff? No, I didn't. I just typed in Chat GPT and Chat GPT told me this. So if you wanna go sue somebody or you wanna say somebody gave you false information, say Chat GPT gave you this information. You know what I'm saying? Do not mention my name, okay? Okay? Good. Um as some Native American cultures such as the Navajo and Hopi. H-O-P-I. Traditional marriages involve multiple spouses and are recognized by tribal law. Uh, I mean, everybody want to be polygamous these days. You know what I'm saying? Pol everybody want to practice polygamy. You know what I'm saying? They can't even take care of one woman. What? <laughs> this ain't nothing new. <laughs> I ain't talking about. Um, the age at which, okay, this is the next one. The age at which people marry has been increased over time with more people waiting until their 30s or later to get married. That's me! I See, I'm a, 
I'm a part of that statistic right there. You feel what I'm saying? That's me. I'm. That's me. Went to my 30s because, you know, I just had to get my mind right. You feel me? Like, they wasn't. Listen, that's me. All right. In recent years, there's been a trend towards micro weddings and. And Ella. Ella. It's spelled E-L-O-P-E-M-E-N-T-S. I don't know how to say that word. So if anybody like can tell me what that means and how that goes or, you know, put it in the comments because I'm not familiar with that. This is honestly my first time seeing this word ever. Um, With couples opting for smaller, more intimate ceremonies rather than large. That's probably where I would go with it, right? I want something like not huge. I don't really need everybody seeing me get married. Listen, y'all on y'all phones anyway. You're going to see it on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. You're going to see it up there anyways. You do not need to be at my wedding. <sighs> yeah. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a significant impact on the wedding industry with many couples postponing or canceling. All right. I'm even going into that one. Okay, that's that. That was that. What do y'all think about marriage these days? Like, do you think the traditional marriage is still... Do you think it's still necessary? Or do you think, like, it needs to be altered? Like, you got to think about it. Those Those laws and whatnot were put into place way long ago. Right? Everything needs to be updated. When your hair is looking crazy, you update it. When your closet is looking like four years ago, you update it. You know what I'm saying? When your computer got an old program, you update it. Everything needs to be updated. When the last time them them laws been updated? Somebody let me know. Let me know. See it. Uh, okay, lastly, 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 right? We go into the segment called AI. This is probably like one of my favorite sections. So if you wasn't here last week, I do this segment called AI. It stands for African Intelligence. And I say African Intelligence, not just Africans, but any person of African descent, melanated person, you know, that's within doing things or has done things within the artificial intelligence world. Uh, I usually try to shout somebody out. And this woman named, that goes by the name of Joy, and I don't want to butcher the last name, but it's spelled B-U-O-L-A-M-W-I-N-I. Joy, listen, Joy is probably one of the most important people one of the most important people in the AI sector, right? Because for the simple fact, she is trying to eliminate the bias within that sector. Like, you know, so with AI, you got programmers that program AI, machine learning, whatever. Uh, it has a tendency to be, to throw in a lot of bias, uh, a lot of bias, well, I don't know if you want to call it statements or just just how it how it how it 
operates, right? So I'm gonna just read you a little bit about Joy, right? So Joy was uh Joy was recognized as one of third the 35 innovators under 35 under 35 by MIT Tech Review. Um she is the founder of Algorith Algorithmic Justice League, AJL. She is the leading voice in the fight against biased algorithms and the use of facial recognition technology. Um, she was featured in a document called Coded Bias, which explores the dangers of facial recognitions and algorithmic algorithmic. Why do I keep like algorithmic bias? Also, a paper where she oh. A paper where she co-authored gender it's called gender shade i I said I was gonna check that out um she testified before u s Congress and the United Nations on the need for algorithmic transparency which is which is important um she also in her free time what I read from the internet is an artist and a poet you know uh actually what I'm gonna do now. I found this poem that she did, and it is dope. The poem is dope. I promise you. So the one, the 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 poem by Joy is called "Ain't I a Woman?" Ain't I a woman? It highlights ways artificial intelligence can mis misinterpret the images of iconic black women. I'm about to play a part of it, and then I'm coming back. All right, check this out. My heart smiles as I bask in their legacies, knowing their lives have altered many destinies. In her eyes, I see my mother's poise. In her face, I glimpse my auntie's grace. In this case of deja vu, a 19th century question comes into view. In a time when Sojourner Truth asks, Ain't I a woman? Today we pose this question to new powers, making bets on artificial intelligence, hope towers. The Amazonians peek through windows blocking deep blues as faces increment scars. Old burns, new urns, collecting data chronicling our past, often forgetting to deal with gender, race, and class. Again I ask, Ain't I a woman? Face by face, the answers seem uncertain. Young and old, proud icons are dismissed. Can machines ever see my queens as I view them? Can machines ever see our grandmothers as we knew them? Ida B. Wells, data science pioneer, hanging facts, stacking stats on the lynching of humanity, teaching truths hidden in data, each entry and omission, a person worthy of respect. Shirley Chisholm unbought and unbossed the first black congresswoman, but not the first to be misunderstood by machines well-versed in data-driven mistakes. Michelle Obama, unabashed and unafraid to wear her crown of history, yet her crown seems a mystery to systems unsure of her hair. A wig, a buffon, a toupee, maybe not. Are there no words for our braids and our locks? Does relaxed hair and sunny skin make Oprah the first lady? 
Even for her face well-known, some algorithms fault her, echoing sentiments that strong women are men. We laugh, celebrating the successes of our sisters with Serena smiles. No label is worthy of our beauty. Dope stuff. Dope, dope, dope. Shouts out to Joy, man. Everybody give it up for Joy. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Joy. But with all that being said, listen, remember, remember, do not feed your brain bad things. The everything that you feed your brain sits in your brain. And the only thing in your brain is the only thing you can output into life. So if you intake violence, you're going to put out violence. If you intake negativity, you're going to output negativity. Same thing with watch out for the certain foods that you eat, you know, that make you feel certain ways. Um, you know, stay prayed up. And I just want to say thank you for everybody that tapped into my last episode and everybody that tapped into this episode. And thank you for sharing this with all your friends, everybody on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, man, listen, it's, it's so many social medias. Uh, if, if I did, if I forgot one and you shared it on that platform specifically, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like this is thing is going to grow. And I hope all of y'all have enjoyed this episode. Hope I gave you a peace of mind, gave you a laugh. You know, I appreciate each and every one of you. Say now is. I holler.